You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I am Chris, joined by my younger sibling, James. How are you doing, James? I'm doing good. Much this, better now that the Stars won. Right. That was a great game. We're This is the AGR for, we think, game 31. We're not sure because so many games got postponed. We're going to call it 31, though. Um, what an amazing, exciting game for a matinee game. I was so not looking forward to this game at all because it was that afternoon 1 p.m. start. And man, it was one of the most exciting stars games of the year, I think, so far. Definitely. It was definitely one of the most physical in, in the sense. It definitely had the physicality of a playoff game. Yeah. The stars haven't showed a lot of scrap, I think, this year. A lot of the, you know, the after whistle scrums and stuff. And I think Razor was talking about that a little bit during the game, too, how we need more physicality, especially in front of the net, is what he was talking about. But yeah, this game brought it all over the place. And we'll get into the moment that started for the Stars because it did not happen in the first period. <laughs> so to start to start this game off, it was all Penguins from the get-go. Uh, takes them about six minutes to finally put one in. But once they do, they get two within 30 seconds, looks like. First one's from Brian Dumlin. Barely know that guy. Uh, the next one is from Kasperi Kapanen. We, we know that guy well. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Quick start from the Penguins. They really punched the Stars in the face. The Stars had no legs at all. The Penguins looked like they were trying to get going, and overall the first period was not good. What did you think about it? Yeah, it was really frustrating that first period to watch. We we it, we had the same problem that we did last night or the other night with the Panthers not being able to get out of our own zone and just, just not – the Penguins would just put two people in front of the net, and that's how they ended up scoring both their goals. Yeah, they're both kind of scrappy in front. And the Penguins, they they kept the same game plan all game long. They had those two guys in front of the net, like you were saying. They had pretty much full-on press on the Stars pretty much all game long, even whenever they were starting to go down. And, man, it was tough to get out of our zone, but once we figured it out, we finally got going. But, yeah, it really looked like, looked like the Stars had no legs to start this game, not skating at all. Like you said, turnovers galore in the defensive zone, lots of pressure from the Penguins, and – that, that was pretty much the story of the first period. It sucked for the Stars. Got outplayed massively. Uh, we, we should talk about how uh, it, it was really, it was really Otter didn't, he didn't play great either, especially on those first two goals. Mm-hmm. I think this, it was the second one was the wrist shot by Kapanen that kind of just eluded him. It wasn't even really, it wasn't much traffic. It wasn't, well, it just I kind of found what, its way in. What kind of happened there from what I saw? I don't, I don't remember if that was the first or second goal either, yeah. but. It was it was Haskinen and one other penguin fighting in front of the net, and he kind of like moved away from it, but he put himself out of position, and and he was too he was too he was out of his net. He was a little bit off to the right of it, and the dude just took the far side on him. Yeah, uh, poor positioning. And Razor mentioned that like later in the game when he made those big saves in the third period, he mentioned how his positioning was much better in that period. So I think you're exactly right on that. But yeah, that and the first period 
it kept going the whole way. It was kind of amazing that they didn't score again, honestly, because they really should have. We, we had a little bit of pushback after their second goal, but n- not a not a ton of sus- sustained pressure. I think it was one good shift afterwards by our uh, by our checking line, and that was pretty much it for the first period. All Penguins, pretty much. Yeah, I, I mean, our best our our best chances in that first period came from our bottom two lines. So, mm-hmm. and when that's happening, like you, the top two are, lines are not playing good. That's yeah, not good. Not not good, especially when you're playing the Penguins, who are on a ten game win streak. Ten game win streak coming yeah. into this game. Uh, but going into the second period, the start of it pretty much more of the same is what it was. Honestly, for the first eight minutes, I'd say at least it was pretty much all yeah. Penguins. Still and, couldn't get out of our zone. Go ahead. And that comes right off of us taking a really oh, stupid yeah. penalty early. Like it it was it was interference, but like they'd been letting it go the first period. It was a weak call, whatever. But it was also they, a stupid play, though. I yeah, mean, he didn't have to do play. that. Yeah, and and we we've seen this before with the stars taking penalties just as the period's starting, and that that kills momentum for the basically the half of the period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It, and when I really when I felt like just like in my head that the penalty was finally over, I looked at the clock and it was 15 minutes. So it felt like that power play lasted like a whole five minutes, which was crazy. But finally, after. Uh, after that, we get through that whole power play. They kept having pressure even after the power play. It was a good momentum power play for the Penguins, even though we killed it off well. Um, but the Stars finally get going. They they get in the offensive zone. And what Razor talked about a lot on the broadcast was they got the puck deep and they scrapped for it. And they clawed and got the puck really well. And really, again, it was that second line that we were talking about on Thursday too. Mm-hmm. Gurry, Ben, and Sagan. Really going, really going really well, and especially Gurionov. I mean, he still looks outstanding, and lots of sustained pressure from pretty much the twelve-minute mark of the of the second period on. Yeah, he's really woken up in these last three games. I think they said he has like six or seven points in the last three games, and that like that doubles his point total on the year. Oh, so, yeah. and if he's he can been keep, really nice. And if he can keep that going, that's going to be so helpful. Mm-hmm. And especially this game, I talked about it on the last podcast we did, how it felt like he had a great game. He had a three-point night on Thursday, but it felt like he could have shot more. This game, he shot every chance he got, and I yep. loved it. It was it was really great. And that's how he scores his first goal, honestly. So mm-hmm. goal from Gurionov uh, at the 16-minute mark of the second period after really five straight minutes of sustained pressure from the Stars. You yeah. knew something had to go in. And he, he shoots it. It uh, gets blocked in front. He gets the rebound immediately, puts it right back on net, scores it. Beats yeah, it's a, it's a really lucky bounce to him. I, it, it, the first dude blocks it, goes off the defensive, and that's in the center of ice, comes right back to him, but he slaps it as soon as he gets it back again and, and mm-hmm. puts it in a good spot. And, and it, it is fortunate, but it comes from after sustained pressure like we were talking about, and it comes from Gurionov just shooting pretty much everything he got. Like, if you're, if you're shooting that much, you're going to get some good bounces here and there. And he yeah. definitely got one on that one. And, and that pressure came from the only power play we had in the game where Radulov kind of whiffed a little oh. bit on that one. I was so sad. Uh, all of all of us here were cheering like it went in and it yeah. went right past them. But I, that all the pressure came from that one power play we had. We, we didn't even score on it, but that was enough for us to start going. It was a very good power play. And, I have no idea how we only had one. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was a, that's a big part of this game is the it, officiating on both sides was terrible. Yeah, it was poor. I agree. I mean, it, we should have gotten was... more penalties, but they blew whistles early all over the place. Mm-hmm. Questionable offside stuff. Just 
it, it was it was bad all the way around. It wasn't yeah, a well kept game, and that's how it got scrappy too. Is because yeah, of how badly really, officiated it was. It's really frustrating to watch from that aspect, but it it was nice in this in the aspect that we were able to kill off the dumb penalties that we had. Yeah. So that's true. And that should give a boost to a penalty kill that has been doing good as of recently, but we really need it to keep going as we go further on to the season. Cause we do take a lot of penalties. Yep. Uh, but l- later on in that, well, before we go into later on in the second period, that goal needed to happen. I mean, you, you could really feel it. We had to score a goal before that period ended to really have a chance in this game. And I'm so happy that I finally came. Cause I, after the Radulov goal, I was like, all right, man, we're not going to get it. He already's not going to, yeah have anything go past him and man that radulov chance that was almost as bad as sagan i mean he totally yeah. undressed him he beat him completely and, they and just, then whoop. missed than that yeah by, it's by really, like really frustrating and i know razor said it was only six six inches but it was like a substantial margin for how close he was to the net <laughs> like yeah. how much you missed it by oh my goodness but man and ending the second period the stars keep the pressure on i mean the whole period long tons of pressure all the way down to the to the minute the pain was really holding on for dear life in that period is what it felt like and it, it was it was uh it was really it felt like two games like the penguins outplayed us completely in the first half and it going into the second half of the game we're completely outplaying them like yeah, completely we, flips 180 yeah, we, we, we woke up or something i don't know why we were sleeping but yeah crazy and the energy in the building uh, after we start, we get going, yeah. man, that was so much fun. I've never seen a building that hype for a 1 p.m. start. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> I don't know if it was like dollar beer afternoon there or something, but <laughs> it was hype in there. It was sweet. So good job, Stars fans who were there. That was sweet. Uh, but then going into the third period, the first five minutes of the third period, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. There is no way we don't score, and somehow we don't. Yeah. I can't believe it. Talk about it, James. Talk about the first five minutes. So the first five <laughs> minutes was like we had a ton of sustained pressure. And then I think where we kind of started to fall back is when they got they got their one like four on three rush mm-hmm. that they got their pass all the way across to the dude. And the dude has a wide open net. And lucky for us, he nails the post. <laughs> so Great and that's and, and and when that happened, I, we must have gotten scared or something. We played we played back a lot more. Yeah. but at that point i felt like okay we've got to win now yeah like <laughs> they're, they're not going like to score anymore we've got to find a way to put those two more goals on on the board but you're right after the first five minutes the next five is kind of it's back and forth more so than just all stars mm-hmm. uh the penguins did a good job of getting their four check going again um but you have to think they were starting to get tired going into that third period um and then again at the 10 minute mark i'd say the stars full-on pressure again it's pretty much exactly like the first five minutes of that third period so much pressure and again we can't score it's unbelievable every good chance we get and so many throughout this game too so many chances like high danger chances we just miss the net completely i think of raffles breakaway 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 breakaway. Suter gets a puck back to him with everybody standing still and he's in the Mm -hmm. high slot complete has a great chance to score, misses the net completely. I hope we do not get back to this kind of stars hockey because honestly, the amount of offensive pressure we had this game, we could have easily had the same amount of goals that we had against the Panthers. Like five goals was not unattainable and we couldn't score two. Like we have to hit the net that we can't go back to the not hitting the net on high danger chances. We have to make Yari beat us because while it looked like during those high pressure chances, he was playing great. 
there wasn't really any big saves from, I think there was a couple, especially in the first five minutes of the third period, but not a ton of outstanding saves from Yari. He, he didn't have a lot of outstanding saves, but he had a lot of saves where, where like you shoot it like right under his arm or right, just barely above his pad, like good shots. They, they were a lot of good shots in this game and he was stopping those close ones. So the, I think we started going for a lot more top corners and whatnot, trying to get more in. That, but, that may be true. But, I, I mean, with how we scored our next two goals, it just showed what we should have been doing. So Yep, and next goal by Joe Pavelski. Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, Jason Robertson throws it into the fondue pot, like Razor says. Robertson gets the gets the rebound off the pad, sneaks it home past Yari. And I, I'm pretty Great sure goal. Pavelski <laughs> even tipped it going in on Jari because I don't mm-hmm. think Jari would have given up that that He, he definitely did. Either. So he tips it, makes the rebound come out, comes out right to him, and then sinks it. So yep. Great play yeah. by Joe Pavelski. And that's such a Joe Pavelski play, too. Like, that reminds me of the Calgary Flames game that when he scores in the last mm-hmm. minute, I think it was game five, to, to keep us in the series, really. That was awesome. Such quick hands. I mean, it was off the pad, and it was in the net immediately. Just one, it- two, bam. And that was a that that was a big goal for the whole stars team. Like, oh yeah, everyone on on the ice like exploded. With everyone that. exploded. <laughs> the building exploded. Everything yeah, was, exploded. Because this is all this pressure building up in the third, and then you finally score it in like mm-hmm. five minutes left. This is this is like the most like sustained pressure that we've had without a goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, hockey fans! This is Ryan here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp eventually. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And then the, the great thing that I was so happy for. After this goal, we do not turtle mode and go back and say, all right, we'll take our point and see what three on three gets us. It's still all attack from the stars. It was great. A little over a minute later, Ropa hits scores again, almost the exact same way shot from pretty much the top of the circles into the fondue pot. Gets knocked around again. Yari is flailing all over the place. (laughs) He's three feet out of his crease. And then the puck just trickles behind him slightly behind the end line. Ropa hits scoops it back. Back forwards into the net. He was playing in the crease. He was playing where the goalie is supposed to be. Yeah, is where he scored was, the goal. But he puts it in, and everything explodes again. It was great. A huge broken play from the Penguins. There, we got the that two on one rush, and Rope flips the saucer pass over to Robertson, 
and Robertson double taps it out of the air and hits oh the goodness, post. Dude. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Was, if that, that went, puck in, went that in, been the craziest thing ever. <laughs> that would have been the goal of the decade. That was, it was amazing. It was it was crazy, but it bounced off the post. I think Pavelski gets a chop at it. It bounces mm-hmm. back to Haskinen, I think. And who get who takes a shot and Yari saves it. And then and, he's out of his crease. And then Ropa Hintz playing in the crease, just whoop, whoop, and it's yep. in. And then it's in. And that, that was, that was, I think that's the craziest scramble goal we've had all year. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that we, we didn't do in, in the beginning of the year when we were having our goal troubles really bad, especially, is we had all this pressure. We would get good shots, good, good chances off the rush. But when we couldn't score, we didn't go back to this, all right, then we're going to pile drive the net. We didn't do that. We were just like, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And this was the exact right thing to do. Whenever you, you realize nothing's going in, you got to attack the net and you got to be scrappy. And both those guys did. And, and it really felt like we were doing that for a lot of the night. I mean, we were in Jari's face mm-hmm. all night long. Like I think of, I think it was on the power play. Ben went, Ben and Radulov were both at the net. Ben gets like pushed a little bit and he falls on top of Jari. <laughs> like I, I, I meant to mention that too. And that was in the second period. That was pretty much the emotional start for the stars. Yeah. It was that power play, but it, it was more so it was more so that like aggressiveness in front of the net and this two teams finally going at it. And that really jump starts the stars. But anyway, let's finish the game real quick. In the third period, the Stars still kept pressure, even after Rope Hintz's goal. Still good offensive zone pressure, and mm-hmm. Lord knows we need it because we yeah. cannot play six on five. <laughs> and they finally get it in the last minute. Uh, Penguins get a good amount of time on six on five. Again, the Stars can't win a faceoff to save their lives. They, they, they can't do it. Both faceoffs. Both faceoffs. And pretty much full sustained pressure from the Penguins again. I will say one thing. The stars were a little bit more aggressive on the six on five, which I liked. It was a little bit better than it was against uh, against Florida, at least. Yeah. But good, it's still not good. It's bad. And it's, mean, it, it feels like if any team gets more than a minute and a half on us with six mm-hmm. on five, they're going to score. Yeah, it, and that's and when really Ro- dangerous. When Rope scored, my first thought after yeah was it was too early <laughs> because yeah. they had a full like three and a half minutes left. And I was very afraid of that. Luckily, we kept that sustained pressure, like I was saying. The best way for us to not get scored on six on five is to not let their six guy on, I guess. (laughs) Because right now, six on five is not good at all. And and it really was just, we just, we we owned the second half of the game. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of how the, how the, the whole game went. Yeah. Penguins owned the first half, only got two goals. We owned the second half and somehow squeaked out a third. Yep. That's exactly right. That's totally right. And it's, and it was really good because in the first half, the Penguins kept the emotion out of the game. It was, it was kind of lackadaisical. It felt like a matinee game. And then when the Stars finally got going is when they took it up to another level and they put emotion into the game and put heart into the game. And that's when they were driving the net more. That's when they were getting better shots. That's when they were skating harder, winning the puck battles. So I think that the what the first and second half is definitely the key to this game but the key for overall that the stars need to take with them moving forward is you, you got to get emotion into the game because when we get emotion into the game it feels like we can't be stopped and and that's one of the things that we've been completely unable to do on the road we we mm-hmm. have it feels like we are like like a doll on the road we just we kind of skate around and hope that what we do at home works with no emotion yeah. at all and Boy, it's going to be hard to do tomorrow. Tomorrow we're in St. Louis <laughs> at one, another oh, 1 p.m. Man. start in St. Louis on a back-to-back. Good luck getting emotion into that game. I'm not okay. Yeah, 
very pessimistic here. I don't think the Stars are going to win that game. I mean, we'll, we'll see. They've been the last two games make me really hopeful, but the Stars tend it, to do that. <laughs> it's a it's a terrible schedule draw. I mean, if there's ever a game that you that you want to bet against the Stars, it's going to be this game. So, well, I'm the, I'm hoping the, the they fun- can. I'm hoping they can keep this emotion. Hopefully they they just don't let this emotion go. So the emotion from this game, just keep it somehow and take it in the next game. And maybe that's the key to it. I don't know. What do you think? Well, well the crazier thing about our schedule is that this month is crazy for us. Because right after we have this back-to-back, we get a three-week break. Then I think we play... Well, we a, did get a three-week break. Is that still... Sorry, not a three-week. Three-day, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three-day break. Uh, three-day was in February, too, anyway. No, it was March. Yeah. I don't know. Three-day break after our back-to-back. Then we play the Kraken, which is an easy game. One day off, and then we have another back-to-back with the Florida Panthers first, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning second. What the crap, dude? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so we. So this is this is a really hard month, even though it's not the same like December month that we were thinking we were gonna get. Yeah, that we didn't get. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's against harder teams. It's just not divisional games, is what it yeah. is. Yeah. So. We're going to have to figure out how to win some back-to-backs. Luckily, our goaltending is in a great position right now to win back-to-back games. I mean, both Otter and Holtby are playing great right now, which is really good to see. Um, but, yeah, we really need to figure out how to get some emotion into those road games. And that second line has to keep doing what it did tonight. I mean, I know they only technically get the one goal, I think, but they had great pressure all night long. Yeah. They were really physical on the forecheck, especially, I think. And Ben and Sagan both made their impacts known this game. Uh, and and one one just like if we're gonna point out some people just real quick like yeah i was about to get into that so yeah gary onov has just been so good in the last couple of games if he can keep that up he's that second line really is going to be more like the first line Mm -hmm. because and and then uh, yeah go if if it felt like it in the second period the second period that second line was definitely better than the first line the third period Obviously, the first line takes care of business yeah. and gets those two, the two goals, but you're definitely right. And and just one other thing I wanted to point out was Hintz kind of had been off the score mm-hmm. sheet for a while now. So that was his goal felt a lot bigger than just this game to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see if that jump starts him too. Not that he really, he didn't really fall off. He just wasn't scoring every game like he was before. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely need, we need both those lines going. And we need to hope that the first line can somehow get out of their, get out of the checking line and score a couple goals. And the second line, I, like I've talked about since we've got the question about, I think the inconsistency stuff, that second line is the key to making the stars consistent. They're not really inconsistent. It's the key to making them good on the road. A mm-hmm. um, couple of other people. So we've talked about a lot of good stuff. Let's get into the, some bad stuff. John Klingberg was not very good. <laughs> yeah. He, it, our defense still seemed to kind of struggle. Yeah. Our defensemen, actually, with turnovers. Haskinen and Klingberg both had a decent amount of turnovers. They both get assists on the night, though, too, so that's that's good. But, mm-hmm. man, it felt like Klingberg turned the puck over so many times, especially in the defensive zone. It felt like he had a lot of them. Um, and it just felt like entries into the zone for Klingberg were not feeling good either. So it just overall wasn't good. And while we're on the topic of Klingberg, we'll get into the – the story that that broke hockey Twitter yesterday, John Klingberg. Uh, it, well, it was leaked that John Klingberg had requested a trade from the Stars. Um, the person who leaked it said that he requested the trade a while ago. So this isn't like a brand new thing. It's just something that we finally have information on now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll see if he actually gets traded. Um, Jim Nill is known to use players like this kind of as rentals. You know, if you remember the Zuccarello situation, we only had him for like a quarter of a season and he got injured during it too, which sucked, but whatever that's in the past, but <laughs> it'll be used in the same kind of way where we'll, we'll just let him run out his contract. If, if Neil thinks he's important to get this team into the playoffs, um, what that says to me or what, you know, the uh, requesting a trade says to me is that contract talks are over now, pretty much between Klingberg and the stars. I don't think Klingberg's going to come back uh, e even if he doesn't get traded this year. Uh, so that is definitely sad to see. Uh, love Klingberg. His breakout into the, the stars was crazy. He yeah. scores so many goals, the goals from the icing line or from the center line. I mean, just crazy cool. Uh, we'll miss Klingberg, but right now, after hearing that he wanted to request a trade, I would honestly trade him now. I mean, yeah. if you can get someone to take him and you get a decent amount of cap space, we can trade for another forward that we desperately need because Klingberg hasn't been playing great offensively this year. I'm not, I don't know that we need something like that to be a good team. I mean, right now we're doing it. He hasn't been a huge part of the offense, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Suter's kind of filled that role too. It's been, Klingberg doesn't even didn't even have to because Suter has I don't know what his point totals are but he it's really has school. yeah he he really has been a, a whole lot better than Klingberg has like what we expected from Klingberg we got it from Suter yeah that's so. definitely true um so yeah I would say trade him make some make some noise before the trade deadline I think try and get a a, a good solid forward who can who can score goals. Um, I think that's gonna that would be something really good from Nil. I don't expect that to happen. I think Nil's gonna run out of his contract, um, but that's what I want to see. I've already talked to James about it. He agrees pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Ryan doesn't, which is unfortunate that he's not here. But <laughs> yeah, Ryan wants to do the wants to do the Nil thing and just write out his contract. But whatever. Um, but yeah, but yeah, overall great game from the stars. Um, it's very emotional, unexpected for a matinee game. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about on this game, James? I mean, not not particularly. I mean, we we kind of we reserve the right to the streak slayers again with yes. <laughs> with beating the beating the Penguins, not letting them get to that eleven wins. Yeah, but... in our in our win streak, we beat Colorado's win streak. We beat mm -hmm. McDavid's point streak. Uh, I think. No, we didn't beat Drysaddle's point streak because he he scored on us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've we've definitely been the streak breakers this year, especially at home. If any team plays it at us at home, we are scary. We are fourth in the league at home. Yeah. So crazy it, good at home. If we can just be decent on the road, we'll be one of the best teams in the league. But yeah. we're not. We're terrible on the road. So <laughs> this road trip, it, we have we've gotten good stuff from the past few home games, and we've gotten the things that we need to see on the road at home. So we need to figure out how to take that from home, put it on the road. Like I said, I don't think next game is going to be a great marker of that, but hopefully it is. One thing that I that we didn't mention, Jake Ottinger, after the first period, lights out. He yeah. had lots of huge saves. He was so good overall. His save percentage in the night is a 931. So he played a great game after those first two goals. So really locked down in that department. And that's what I, I mentioned. Both goalies are playing well. Holby and Ottinger, 
both these games that they had at home played really well. I know Hopi got scored on five times, but it's honestly not that much because of how much yeah, offense the too, Panthers yeah. created and who we were playing. But yeah, both guys playing great. And going into the next game, like we said, we need the same stuff on the road. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be taken care of now, but I highly so, doubt it. <laughs> so tomorrow's game is that one. It's in St. Louis. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this matinee podcast. If you're tuning in live, uh, we are sponsored by DraftKings. Remember to use the code THPN at DraftKings to get some, some free stuff. They really help us out. They get us all this free hosting and stuff. We'll do this podcast completely for free, which we weren't able to do to, to do before. It's really awesome. We have so much fun with it. So if y'all use that code with them, it lets them know that we are generating business for them. It really helps us out, helps them out. So use those codes for us. Uh, Ryan was out today because he was with work stuff. He was at all area, I think. I'll be out tomorrow. Uh, my girlfriend's birthday is today. So we're going to be going and doing stuff tomorrow with her. So hopefully you'll have just Ryan, I think. I think, James, you're busy doing work stuff. Yeah, I got, I got work tomorrow. So we'll So Ryan may be doing the solo podcast tomorrow, but y'all still tune in anyway. We know we're your favorite part, but, you know, make him feel good too. But anyway, hopefully Ryan will see you on Monday. Hopefully the stars will show up on Monday. <laughs> and we will see y'all on the flip side, guys. Peace out.